0: Oh, <laughs> my Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Intruder, Theatre in the Making podcast. I'm your host, Remy Rahuban. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, you might remember in episode 20, I was talking about Arts Council funding application and, well, started talking about it and focused on quality section. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about the rest of the application and focus on the rest of the categories from the application, and that is public engagement, that is all about people, then finance, uh, that is money, and then finally management. So how are you going to make your project work? Uh, And I'm going to spend some time talking about each category. So uh, let's kick off and let's um, start with public engagement. Now, when you've got public engagement, uh, I'm going to talk each I'm going to talk about each box in a moment. But initially, uh, you may be thinking, "What? what is it all about? So public engagement is, uh, as I said, about people. And here you talk about who the project is for. Is it for all audiences? Is it for everyone? And you may be thinking, yes, well, I'm doing my project for everyone. Is You know, everyone can see it. But actually, on the application, you need to specify who your audiences are. Uh, so who do you have in particular in mind when you are creating your project? So that's one thing. The other thing that you are talking about here is also about partnerships. You talk about any marketing activity. Uh, Not only, you know, I'm just going to put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No, you need uh, more than that Uh, or any other marketing plans. So this is what public engagement is all about. But it's also important to bear in mind that it's a national lottery project grant. So there needs to be this element of you giving back to the public. So the public needs to benefit from your project. So let's focus on public engagement and the first box uh, and in the very first box you actually talk about um, you know who will engage with your project and here I included the following things based on intruder uh, so this is what I wrote I talked about English Polish bilingual audiences I talked about venues and actually by that time I had been in touch with a uh, I think with most of the venues, and what I did was I quoted some of the artistic directors, so I didn't put the whole email, no. I would say, as John Smith of Ealing Theatre said, uh, I am very excited about this production. So literally this is what I put in the box. I also talked about in-kind support. I talked about the help that I was going to get from the the Polish um, Eagle Club and Polish Heart Club. Uh, And they were supposed to provide me with in-kind support. I talked about the help from the Polish Cultural Institute. So I did mention all these things in this particular box. Now, one of the things to remember when I was preparing for, you know, when I was writing the application, I really wanted to do my best to liaise and connect and talk to as many people as I could and uh, maybe engage them in the project. So I knew a couple of people, well, a couple of people, uh, media outlets from the past when I was doing my rehearsed readings, but I really wanted to expand my list. And I did... um, go to quite a number of uh, events and one of them being there was at the Globe was Made in Poland Theatre Festival and I did go there because it was ran in association with the Polish Cultural Institute now I'm not a big fan of networking uh, but of course I dragged myself up there and you know uh, met all the people and uh, but one of the people that I was really keen on meeting was the director of the Polish Cultural Institute and I approached her and she was very very nice and then she gave me her business card and um, then we arranged a meeting and when I went to meet her Uh, We talked about the project and, uh, you know, I was asking whether they could be involved in any way and uh, they told me not really, but they did offer uh, me some financial help, which was great. And I put it in my application, and uh, but the other thing was that they also uh, referred me to some other people. They told me about uh, Polish Heritage Days, uh, an event that is run by the Polish consulate that I applied for and I got money uh, from. So that was amazing. And I would always say that you know if there is any chance that you can meet and speak to someone. Go and do it because you never know where it's going to lead you and, you know, it could be beneficial to both of you. Actually, when I got my funding uh, um, from Arts Council England, a Polish cultural institute, they actually increased the amount of money that they were going to give me. So that was amazing. Maybe one of the things that I could suggest to anyone who goes to these meetings, you know, Everyone has various information online. You know, you have links, I have a website. But when I was going to meetings, I had a special file prepared for, uh, you know, for Intruder where I had various newspaper articles, photos, uh, just posters, because I always think it's great when you speak to someone and you can hand it to them and they're kind of looking through it like flipping through the pages, like an old fo- photo album, uh, uh, kind of romantic thing. Uh, I don't think, you know, the internet or the computer is the same thing. But it's nice to go to a meeting, have a chat, hand someone a file, and they're just speaking to you and then going through the pages. I think it's great. And it's worked for me. So I would always say do it, have something prepared, handy. And um, because I think people love it. So that was one box. And in the next box, they were asking you how people are going to engage with your project. And uh, here I actually talked about touring and what kind of an experience it's going to be, that it's going to be interactive. And I talked about themes, you know, anxiety and depression. So uh, that was really it. I think if I were to do it again, I would have probably expanded that bit and talked more about the rehearsed readings at the Dragon Cafe and what people said about that and how uh, what their opinions were and whether they liked it or not I think if I were doing it again I would be definitely mentioning it here because it was um, feedback from people that were affected by mental illness and in the final bit I... Uh, there is a question about how you are going to make sure that the project reaches people and um, once again I talked about various media outlets so I by that time I had been in touch with a couple of Polish websites um, newspapers and magazines in London like Kultura uh, and uh, Londynek, who I had been in touch with before uh, because I had been doing the readings I also talked about uh, Polish radio here I did mention a couple of organisations and that is mind calm and playing sane. But to be quite honest with you, it's interesting to approach these organizations and ask for help. But because they are not part of the project, very often, well, if not always, they said to me, well, it's a great project, but actually we're not involved in it so we wouldn't be able to help you. So that was uh, that was it. I also talked about um, connecting with Kasha Madera, a BBC journalist, because I had been in touch with her. I also talked about BAPAM, and that is the British Association of Performing Arts Medicine. Um, so I emailed them, they sent me uh, leaflets, and I really wanted to have them. If you can get as many people as you can, as many organizations, that'll be amazing, because it actually strengthens your application. And of course, at the very end, I did talk about, you know, putting info on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and putting it in various groups, not just on my Facebook, you actually need to make sure that you are posting it in, uh, you know, designated groups that could benefit from your presentation. I also talked about my website. I talked about hashtags and maybe using Vox Pop interviews at the end of performances. So this is really what I mentioned in that box. And uh, to give you some kind of an idea of what you could mention Uh, when you are writing your application. And moving on to the next bit, there is a small table where you need to provide information on how many people will engage with your project and, you know, artist, creative. So in my case, it was five. And then there was a question about audience live. So, you know, how many people are actually going to see your show? And then there is a question about audience broadcast online. So, you know, everyone online who would be... um, who would see your posts and your content? That's what you put in this particular table. Now that'll be everything as far as public engagement is concerned. Now we're moving on to the next bit, which is finance. And in this section here, initially, you've got a couple of headings and categories, and you need to put income that you already have. And one of the very first things you need to put is in-kind support. Now, Any kind of support is vital and worth uh, mentioning. So let's say you're speaking to someone and someone is, you know, volunteering to talk to you about something which normally you would need to pay for, but they're doing it for free. So that's what you put in here. You put, you know, income heading description expected or confirmed. And it's always uh, important to bear in mind that it's good to have more confirmed than expected because that um, strengthens your application. And then you put the amount of money that you know, you would be charged for that in-kind support that you have uh, included. So that is one thing. But as I said, put everything that you are getting as in-kind support like I did. I put, uh, you know, rental space at uh, Polish uh, Eagle Club. The other thing that you would put here is, for example, other public funding. So I put here Polish Embassy because, you know, we were expecting that we would be getting money from the Polish Heritage Days event. And um, also uh, a very important thing is, to include earned income and you may be thinking what is earned income and earned income is your ticket sales and you may be thinking well i don't know what i don't know what to put in here well this is why i can help you with that now where do you even start and i think it's maybe useful to put that figure here at the very end of your application because you will know what you've got But how do you calculate it? So then you take the number of performances, uh, and in my case, it was 19. So I put it there, 19 dates, times 76, because that was the average amount of the seats from all the venues. Uh, We wanted small venues and intimate venues, so uh, that's why we included 76, times 40%. Now, why 40%? Uh, because you know with Polish audiences we didn 't know whether you know we're going to sell one hundred percent of the ticket, so it 's always good to be on the safe side, and this is why we put uh forty percent you may put fifty percent you may put sixty percent that is of course going to that 's of course going to increase your income. I always think, you know, just be careful uh with that figure. You could even put 30%. We put it as 40% because we really didn't know how easy it would be for the Polish audiences to, well, be uh, encouraged to see our show. So 40%. So we've got 19 dates times 76 average capacity times 40% and then times uh, the ticket price and in our case it was £12.50 and then you've got the figure, uh, and it was 7225 So that's your income. So you calculate it all. There was a little a nice table which does it for you. And actually, then you know that this is the, the, the figure, the money that you've got or you would have earned. Because actually, the whole project... Uh, there is a cost to the project and then you've got the income here uh, and what's left is actually the amount that you're going to request from Arts Council England for your project. So this is really it. Now on the very next page there is two boxes about income. So you literally here expand on the information that he provided in the table. So I put information here about the crowdfunding campaign and when I was going to do it and how I was going to do it. I also talked about various businesses that I was going to approach. I also talked about in-kind support because there was a special box about in-kind support so I actually expanded and uh, wrote more who the in-kind support is going to be from, what organisations How are they going to help me? And we're moving on to the next bit. And that is expenditure. And in the expenditure section, once again, you've got a little bit of a table and you need to fill uh, various categories. So, for example, you've got artistic and creative or specialist costs. And then you need to write the description performer. Performer bracket, uh, three weeks of rehearsals plus one day tech plus 19 performances and the amount. And for the director, you do the same. For the costume designer, you did the same. When you are done, you move on to the next one. So for example, the next one is assets, building equipment, instruments and vehicles. So then you go materials for building set. When you're done with that, you go to marketing and developing audiences. Uh, and then when you finish that you go to overheads and you go meal allowances and then another overhead is accommodation and then another one is transport and venue hire fees so everything needs to be mentioned and everything needs to be broken down so it's not that you go okay overheads let's put the one figure no you need to put you know overheads what it is transport for how many people train tube underground now one of the things to remember maybe a tip when you're doing when you're putting certain categories let's say uh, artistic and creative or specialist costs you put let's say three but i would always say leave maybe two blank ones and move on to the next one because then when you forget and you go oh i need to put another artistic or creative or specialist cost and you put it there it's, it's going to show at the very end. It's not going to show in that category. This is why it's important to have that blank space uh, left so that you go back to that blank space and you fill it in rather than just, you know, having it uh, at the very end. Now, this is um, a kind of budget that you put in the application you might remember I talked about income and expenditure Excel that you also need to have which I think is more detailed um, because I had the template first I little just copied and pasted what I had in an Excel sheet up here but everything needs to be the same all the figures need to be the same if they're not, something is not right. So always make sure that you put the correct figures, because then something is not right, and you you know it takes uh, ages to go back and check. You know, every figure, it's it's really time consuming. Now, um, there was a category here that is called other. You may be thinking, what is other? Now, in other, you would mention contingency of 5%. So these are some, you know, unexpected costs that you may have and it's also important to to include it uh when i was taking part in one of these surgeries they said that you know what a lot of people don't put contingency but it's you know it 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 needs to be there you know in case you You know you have extra costs you thought well of your project so contingency five percent of the amount that you are requesting i would always say do it at the very end because contingency changes you know something changes in you know in the budget of course, it's going to have some impact on contingency. So also um, worth bearing in mind. And uh, the following um, page is uh, your questions about expenditures. And uh, this is where you put info on your experience of managing budgets. So briefly, I talked about my Creative Scotland grant and how I managed that. But this is mainly the bit where you talk about um, your producer or your financial authority. Now, in my case, before I was going to see the relationship manager, uh, I put Ed Littlewood's info, uh, you know what kind of an experience he has, what he's been doing and stuff like that. Info I got from him because actually this is the bit where you put all the information. And then in the next bit, you are talking about, uh, you know, how you have worked out the costs. So, you know, for... Uh, you know, rates, you would talk about ITC equity for performers, uh, WBBG ITC for writers, ITC for directors. You would also talk about uh, marketing, programs, leafleting, printing, you know, what company you approached, which actually should be in the Excel sheet as well. Uh, So all all the stuff that you... Highlighted in that table needs to be there, but it needs to be you know in in paragraphs uh so uh with figures, you also need to provide here figures and you provide the the price of the ticket uh so yeah, this is the box for that, and there was a slight section what you write up here is literally. Equity minimum pays, uh, writer's fee, uh, ITC guidelines, director's fee, ITC guidelines, designer's fee, ITC guidelines. Very, very short. Uh, don't spend too much time on this bit. And the final bit of the application is management. So how are you going to manage your project? And the very first box that they're asking you to fill in is, uh, you know, tell us about your partner's experience of managing similar projects. This is where you paste info from your producer. In my case, it was Ed, but then, of course, I was looking for another producer. But this is what you write in here. Also, you talk about, uh, you include their details and, you know, contact information, and you move on to the next bit, which is location. Now, in this particular section, they're asking you whether your project is going to include touring. So I did mention that focuses on touring. was also doesn't include any touring at all, includes touring and or any other types of activity, but I uh, ticked focuses on touring. And then when you click that, it is asking you for a preliminary tour schedule. So here you mention all the the venues and the theatres that you've been in touch with and the dates that you discussed with them when you're going to do the show. As I was saying before, it's always great to have uh, as many confirmed as you can. There is confirmed and penciled, so if you can get as many confirmed, that's amazing. Uh, If you have a date, if you've discussed with the theatre a date, that is confirmed, that's what I was told. So um when I'm looking at my application I had 10 venues and 19 performances and when I was contacting the venues you know I thought well that's actually not a lot but then when I spoke to people they said wow ten venues that's a lot how did you get ten venues now one of the very important things that I don't think I've spoken about is you know contacting venues uh, initially you talk about you know uh, would you be interested what are the dates but the bottom line is you actually want to ask them about you know the cost Uh, If I am not mistaken, it's different when a a play is programmed very often when you approach a venue they could say okay what we can do we can do you know you can hire our venue and then we do box office split some only say you know let's do box office split you know 60 40 that means you know you get 60 percent of the box office and then 40 percent go to them certain venues would say to me you know what, um, that'll be for our hire uh, at a cost of £60, and then what we do is 75 to 25 box office split. So then you're actually thinking is it really worth going somewhere uh, and doing the show if I need to pay them the, you know, higher space fee, and then they're taking money from the box office. It's the thing is that when you're applying for funding you will get the money as you you know as your salary your daily fee uh, then the ticket sales come on top of that so you can go to perform a show and uh, get your money get your daily fee and the show could be you know seen by five people it's you know it, it could be a loss but you are still making money out uh, you know as a performer so it's really up to people what people want to do. We had one venue that told us that the uh, that um, you know the hire uh, would be eight hundred pounds, and then you know, and then you you start thinking: should we? Shouldn't we? You know, going for it. It's really up to people. It's really up to you whether you want to travel very far, not very. What what is what is the rate? You know, some venues want a booking fee. Uh, so it's really up to you. every venue, different different requirements. It looks different, but probably when you email venues, you will see how it works. And you know, the 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 more you get, uh, you know, the more info you get, uh, the more familiar. You will be with how it all works. So then we're moving on to uh, project plan, and here you mainly talked about what you've been doing uh, so far. So here I talked about my rehearsed readings that I had, uh, the, the four and a half rehearsed mm-hmm. readings that I had. I talked about meeting with, uh, you know, with the designer. I talked about um, uh having a meeting with a relationship manager Uh, of course i was going to have it but then you know in the application i did write that I did talk about liaising with uh, all these Polish organizations and being in touch, and then uh, you know looking for a producer. So uh, so that's what I mentioned in here, and then they were asking you for the whole project plan, and I mean from the start date till the very end. Now, as I was saying before, start date is not when you're starting rehearsals or you are, you know, performing a project. No, every project has a beginning, middle and end. And it's the same here. Uh, So, for example, in my application, I put on the 10th of February, meeting with the set designer and agreeing initial designs because you need to write uh, a description and activity What you're going to do. Of course, I had been discussing it with the set designer before, but this is what you kind of mention it here just to give you an idea. Then it was sending press releases to media outlets and then, you know, uh, rehearsals. So that's kind of what you put in here. And you also mention all the performances and when and who is going to be the lead on it. In the evaluation, you need to mention that the project would be following a SWOT analysis and that is strengths, weakness, opportunities and threats. And you well, this is what I did. Um, I then broke it down. So then I talked about artistic and creative evaluation, uh, for example, uh, which elements of the performance worked and which didn't. I talked about management evaluation, for example, having regular financial checkups. I also talked about touring evaluation, for example, feedback from the venues. So, that's what you need to remember and here uh and well not only here but all over the application Bullet points, bullet points, and once again bullet points. Because in these categories like touring evaluation, I had actually seven bullet points. So um, also um, important to bear in mind. And that's really it as far as the uh, the application is concerned. Um, I hope maybe that was helpful, useful to uh, to anyone who had never done a funding application. As I was saying, if you have any questions, you can email me uh, at rami at remyrahuba.com. Um, I would include my website in the podcast description. Um, But, uh, you know, then when you submit it, you just wait for the outcome of the application. And that if it's under £15,000, that is within uh, six weeks. I'm not really sure what it's like at the moment because I've heard that it's longer. And we're talking about the period now, which is June of 2021. Now, of course, uh, this is what I did. I filled in my application, uh, all of it, and uh, I was ready to go to Croatia. I sent it to Ed and Ed was to have a look at it when I was away. When I'm reflecting back on the application and doing it, I think it was a very demanding process. Uh, it, uh, I didn't really know that I would be able to do it, but I did it. But there was one thing that is worth mentioning, and that's, uh, and that's the fact that Uh, When I did my application and then I needed to do another one uh, last year, it was more straightforward doing the other one. Uh, It was quicker. I knew what to write, what to mention, how to go about certain things. Uh, Even when I was doing another Arts Council England application, It came quicker. I didn't know. I was always thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be another three months. No, you kind of then, I don't know what that is. Uh, Probably it's, you know, working or exercising that muscle that you go, okay, here we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. In some way, when you're doing another application, certain things are clearer. Certain things are more obvious. I actually can't believe that I've done a couple of ones. But it means that everyone can do it with, with the help of other people, suggestions and uh, goodwill. Everything is possible and you can get the money for your show and I wish you all the best and I wish you good luck. And you know what? Go and get the money. Uh, because if you're not going to get it, who's going to get the money for you? So this is it for episode 21 of Intruder Theatre with in the Making podcast. In the next episode, I will be talking about going to meet the relationship manager at the Arts Council England and how it went. But also I'll be talking about looking for a producer and how I met um, a big producer uh, and talked about my show and uh, what I thought after it. So uh, until then, stay well, stay safe and I'll speak to you next time. Bye for now.